This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, good evening everyone. Shalom Aleichem. We continue in Masechta Yevamis. Uh, tonight's daf is daf Gimel Amad Beis. We begin on Gimel Amad Aleph, three, uh, two lines in the bottom. The Mishnah said two exclusionary statements. It said 15 Nashim, Pater, their Tzaros. By the way, just bear in mind the first Taisvis, that this Mishnah, uh, in this in contradistinction to the second Mishnah, it says Chamesh Noshim, it doesn't say Arayos, you would have expected it to say Arayos. But putting that aside for a moment, it says the number 15, and it says Ve'eluhein. Uh, so firstly it says a number, and then it says them. So the Gemara wants to know, Minyana Duresha Lamute Mai, the minion of the Reisha, 15, which implies, Rashi explains, 15 and no more. And Minyana the Seifa, the Minyana the Seifa refers to, on Beis Amadeis, the top line, Hare Elu, Paitroi Sarasayan, Sarasayan, these Pater and nothing else. So what, what does this come to exclude? What does the minion of the Reisha come to exclude? What does the minion of the Seifa come to exclude? It says, Gemara, Lemuuti, Derav, Udravasi. To exclude the Halachos of Rav and Ravasi. What's Rav and Ravasi? Rav says, look at the top Rashi, Tsaras Soita Asura. That means if a woman, in other words, um, your brother married a woman and she was Mazana, she committed adultery. So the halacha is that she is a Soita. So she's a Soita. She's also to your brother, she's also to the Baal. And apparently, what we're learning is, she's also to the Yavam. And not only that, according to Rav, she also potters the Tzara. So the Mishnah is saying, La'afuke, Rav, who says that a Saita potters the Tzara. So comes the Mishnah and says, we don't hold like Rav. She doesn't potter the Tzara. Now, there's a Shaila that... When we say that she potters the tsara, what does that mean she potters the tsara? And what does our Mishnah mean that she doesn't potter the tsara? So does that mean you could do yibum to the tsara? Does that mean you could only do chalitza to the tsara? We'll have to see later on Daf Aleph. But right now we're saying it uh, not like Ravasi. Ravasi says it potters the tsara, and uh, our Mishnah holds it does not potter the tsara. That's the opinion of Rav. Rav Asi Omar. Um, Tsaras Islandess. That means if you married an Islandess. Now, what do you mean if you married an Islandess? The Mishnah said if you marry an Islandess, it's a Mekach Tos. That's true. That's if you didn't know she was an Islandess. But if you did know she was an Islandess, then Savar Vakibal, in other words, if you married a woman knowing she was an Islandess and there was another wife and the brother died without children, according to Ravasi, the islandess and her co-wife is uh, Aser. The, so in other words, we have two cases. We have a case of Rav, Tsaras Saita. We have a case of Rav Asi, Tsaras Islandess. And our Mishnah is saying, no, that these women do not potter their Tsaras. Says the Gemara. And what about Rav and Rav Asi? According to Rav and Rav Asi, that in fact these women do potter their Tsaras. So what, what, do the, what does the number of the Mishnah come to exclude? According to Rav and Ravasi, what, what does it come to exclude? It says the Gemara, If Rav and Ravasi hold of each other, meaning they both hold that Saras Soita and Saras Islandis are Potter, 
So then, Chada Lamute Tsaras Memamenes. One will exclude Eitz Saras Memamenes. We'll see what that is in Rashi. V'chada Lamute Tsaras Machsa Grushasei. And one will exclude the Tsara of a woman who you took back after you divorced her. In other words, one might have thought that the tsara of a woman who did mion, or the tsara of a woman who you had divorced and now you took back, you would, th- you would think it asers the tsara. Comes the Mishnah, according to Rav and Ravasi, and says, no, it does not aser the tsara. Now, what does it mean, saras memamenas? We, I, I, I spoke about this with uh, Michal. Remember we spoke about this? We know that memamenas, if a, woman, if a girl is an orphan girl and her brother married her off, so then she could do mion to the uh, husband that her brother and mother married her off to. But what we're about to learn is not only could she do mion to her next husband, but if that husband dies, she could do mion to the yavam and thereby retroactively nullify the marriage. So there is an opinion that a mema'enes would aser her tzara, and the Mishnah is saying no, she does not aser her tzara. Says Rashi, Tsaras Memamenas, Hare Shahya Le'echav Yesoyma Ketana. Let's say your brother was married to an orphan girl, and Isha Acheras and another wife, Umais, and he died, Umiyana Haktana Biyavam Zeh. And now this orphan girl does Mion to the Yavam. He Vitsarasa Asuralai. She and the Tsara are Asur to him, Umasnisan the chiddush of the Mishnah is the afal gab the asira aleha, even though she's asher to him loy miftera mechalitza, he can't do yibum, but he could do chalitza. He's not exempt from chalitza. The hach isura midrabanan. He the isur of yibum too. Tsaras memamenes is only midrabanan, and uh, we're going to see it's exera because of tsaras bitoi memamenes. By the way, if you remember, we just had before. The klal So any woman who does you don't do yibum to you don't do chalitza to. So Rashi has to explain how is it possible that this woman you don't do yibum and you do do chalitza. Okay, and what about saras machsa grushasai? Right, uh, somebody who took back a woman he divorced. Rashi says achiv shigirish achas v'shein nashav. Your brother divorced one of his two wives. Meanwhile, she marries someone else. He takes her back, either after her, her second husband divorced her, or after he died. And now the, the brother dies without children. Both women are usher to do yibam. And the chidosh is that at the very least that you do do chalitza. Now, Rashi implies that the chidosh of the Mishnah is that you do do chalitza. Meaning, I would have thought that she is mamish asr like a tsaras erva, and therefore you don't do yibum and you don't do chalitza. Rashi is mashma. No, the chiddush is that you do do chalitza. Now, I believe the way they learn Rashi is because there is another opinion. There's another opinion that not only do you do chalitza, you you could even do yibum, and I believe that you could read Rashi. Rashi is not saying that you're not allowed to do Yibam, Rashi is just saying this even fits in according to the Manda Omar, that you don't do Yibam. Aye, but that means that the Tzara is Asr. No, it could be read that, could be understood that you do do Chalitza. Rashi is just trying to explain how the Mishnah would fit in according to the opinion that Tzara's Mema'enes and Tzara's Machsa Grushasai 
you still do chalitza, that could still fit into the Mishnah. Certainly the Mishnah could fit in, according to the Manda Omer, that you even do Yibum. By the way, Taisvis, in the top right-hand side, wants to know that the Gemara's whole kasha was, what does the minion of the Reisha come to exclude? What does the minion of the Sefer come to exclude? What does the number come to exclude? What does the Hain come to exclude? So Toysus could have said, excuse me, the Gemara could have said, that both of them are excluded from the number 15. But apparently the Gemara feels that the number 15 excludes one, and the Harei Hain excludes one. Fine. The Gemara continues, L'Rav, L'Rav Asi, L'Sninu. According to Rav and Rav Asi, why aren't they in the Mishnah? Meaning, according to Rav and Rav Asi, the Mishnah should say 17 women. Not only the 15, but also Tsaras, um, um, excuse me, Tsaras Soita and Tsaras Islandis. Why aren't they in the Mishnah? Says the Gemara, L'Fisha Eina B'Tsaras Tsara. Because there's no possibility of tsaras tsara. Why is there no possibility of tsaras tsara? Because all the other arayas in the Mishnah, the erva is merely to one particular brother. Let's say bitai. So it's the daughter of the yavam, but that, that woman, upon the demise of her husband, could go marry a different brother. But if she is um, tsaras islandess or tsaras soita, where now there's a problem, not with one particular brother, but with the husband that she married, either because she committed adultery, or because she's an islandess, so th- this would not allow her to marry any of the brothers. So there is no possibility of tsara tsara. So in Khanami, the Mishnah could have said, Shiva asrei nashem sehen. But since the Mishnah is talking about vitz sara sarasem and the sara sara, Therefore, it cannot, li- could, cannot have listed Saras Islandus and Saras Saita. Okay, so now we have the big um, Shaila. Minohani Mili. Minohani Mili Rashi learns, how do we know that an Erva and her Tsara and a Tsara Sara Paters? What is the source? Now, what's very interesting is that the Gemara on Daf Yud Gimel asks this question. And guess what the Gemara says on Daf Yud Gimel? The Gemara brings the Machlekes Amoiraim. So, and the Gemara brings the opinion of Rabbi Huda that Saras Tsara is learned out from Litzrar. And the Gemara brings another opinion that Saras Tsara doesn't even need a Pasuk. So there's a big question as to the correct Gersa of this Brisa, but we will see. Minoanimili. How do I know an Erva, a Tsara, and a Tsara Tsara Paters is Pater from Yibam? The Tanrabanan. Isha el a woman and her sister, loisikach, do not take, litzrar, that they should be co-wives, meaning you cannot marry a woman and her sister, legalois ervasa, to uncover her erva, aleha, upon her bechayeha. Now bechayeha, we understand what that means. Bechayeha means that you can't marry a woman and her sister while your wife is alive. But once your wife passes on, then you can marry her sister. But what does aleha mean? Aleha bechayah. Aleha matamad loy. What does it mean upon her? Says the Gemara. Says the Brisa. Lefishanemar. There's a pasuk. Yavama yavayaleha. Her yavam comes upon her. So we see the word aleha is used in the context of yibum. Shoymeya ani. I would have thought. Afilu baachas mikol arayas amuras b'toyra. That the mitzvah of yibum applies even if the woman is an erva. Maybe the Mitzvah of Yivam is talking about even if 
uh, the Yavama is an erva. So we say no. Nemar kan oleha. It says by the mitzvah of Yivam the word Aleh. Nemar lahalon Aleh. And it says in the context of Achos Yishalah. Ma lahalon v'makoy mitzvah. Just like by Yibam it's talking about where there's a mitzvah, af kan, so too when the Torah says, don't marry your wife's sister, b'makai mitzvah, it's even if there's a mitzvah to do. And still it says, don't take her, v'amrachman, aloi sikach. So we make a gzera shava of aleha, 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 it says by Yibam, and we say that the mitzvah, even though there's a mitzvah of Yibam, still, loi sikach isha, isha el achoyso loi sikach, Litzrar Aleha Bechayah. Okay. So now the Gemara says, Ve'inli Elohi. I only know the Achisisha, you can't do Yibim to Tsaras Minayin. How do I know you can't do Yibim to her co wife? Talmud Loimar. So therefore, the, uh, the Torah comes to teach Litzrar. Don't take her co wife. Now, the Gra takes out the following statement: Ve'inli ela tsarasa. I only know her tsara, tsara tsarasa minayin. How do I know tsara tsara? Talmud loimar litzrar. Therefore, it says litzrar with an extra reish to teach me that not only is it tsara aser, but tsara tsara is also aser. Um, therefore, it says litzrar v'loy latzor. Now, why does the Gra take this out? The Gra takes it out because the Gemara later on on Daf Yud Gimel. Brings the Machloikis Amoiraim, how do I know Tsaras Tsara? And if it was of a Feirish Braisa that I learned it out from Litzrar, then how could Amoram argue about that? By the way, in the Hagoy Sagar, he brings that the Rishonim, the Sefer Hayosh, Rabbein Otam, the Chidusha Ramban, um, seem to uh, learn that these words do not appear. I, the Gras says, Rashi here implies that it is a correct Gersa, because Rashi says, Litzrar, Tsaros, Harbe, Mashma, Midalak, Siv, Latzor. So clearly Rashi does have the Gersa. Says the Gra, it's not for sure. Rashi may just be saying the Yeshita of Rabbi Huda on Daf Yud Gimel. But the Gra points out that Toysvis on Daf Beis, the second Toysvis clearly holds that this is the correct Gersa, that we learn out Sarah Sarah from Litzrar. I, the Gemara later on Yudgimel asks, where do I know Sarah Sarah? How could the Gemara ask such a thing? Says Toysvis, well, we have a favorite Brisa. Says Toysvis, no. Sarah Sarah, everyone agrees we learn from Litzrar. The Shaila is, how do I know even a hundred? Do I, is that also learned that from Litzrar or is that a Svara? Okay, so. Just you should be aware that the Gemara and Dafya Gimel discusses Tsara Tsara, and there is a Shiloh whether, in fact, this is the correct Gersa and the Brisa. Fine. So now we know that you don't do Yibam to Achis Isha. So you want to know, can a Katana do Yibam? Would she not need her brother to sanction it just like her marriage? Well, uh, we'll see about a Katana. Um, it's possible that a Katana, her father married her off. So. So uh, then the marriage, she, it could be a marriage that she, she didn't do me unto. In other words, if a father marries off a katana, then she can't nullify that marriage. Okay, so right now what do we have? We have that you can't do yibum to achesisha, not to her, not to her tzara, not to her tzara, tzara. It says Gemara, vainly ala achesisha, I only know the erva of achesisha, sha'arayis minayin, how do I know other arayis? So we say Amrit, we say as follows. Ma Achisisha, just like Achisisha Muchedas is 
has a unique quality. She erva. She's one of the arayas. V'chayovim al zedoyna kares. You're chayev for her, inter- her intentional violations kares. V'al shigagasa chatas. And in other words, if you live with her b'shoigeg yerchayv achatas va'asur aliyavam, she's asur to the yavam. So we're going to extrapolate and apply the same iser to all the arayas because, as Rashi points out, in the parsha of arayas, there are two parshas of arayas. There's vayikra yerches and vayikra chaf. There's kedoshim. Um, there's achreimos and kedoshim. So the first parsha of, achra- of arayas in achreimos is the warning. And in Parakhaf, it's the punishment. So, in the parsha of the warning, in Vayikra Yudchas, it says after all the arayos, the nichrusu hanafashos ha'oisois, so all arayos, which if you intentionally violate your chayv kares, if you um, accidentally, if you unintentionally violate your chayv achatos, so we apply this to all the arayos. And the Achosish is also to Yavam back in the Gemara. Av koshihi erva. So to any of the Arayas. The Chayav Mazdoina Kores. That if you intentionally violate your Chayav Kores. Al Shigagasa Chatos. Asura Liyavam. Says Gemara. Okay, fine. So now I know that you can't do Yibam to any of the Arayas. Because all the Arayas are compared to Achosisha. By the way. That was the Gemara on Bezam and Bez. That's how the Gemara started. The Gemara said. Mikhdi. All the Arayas are compared to Achosisha. So Achasisha should be the first erva mentioned. Ultimately, the Gemara said yesterday on Gimel Amad Aleph that the Mishnah is is learnt in order of of closeness. Okay, the only Elahen. I only know the Arayos. So I was saying Minayin. How do I know that Saras of all the Arayos are also Amrit? You'll say Ma Achasisha, just like your um, wife's sister Mu'chedashi erva. It's special. She's an erva of chayav malzdona kares, and if you intentionally live with her, you chayav kares. Val shigagas achatos va'asurali yavam. She's also to the yavam, and her tsara is aser. So back to the uh, hekish that all the arayos are compared to each other. So we'll say all the arayos also, just like achosisha, will aser their tsara. Av koshi erva. Likewise, any of the arayos, any woman who's an erva v'chayavin alzdona kares. That intentionally living with her, you chayv kares al shigagasa chatos, and if you do so unintentionally, you chayv chatos va'asura liyavam sarasa asura her tsara is aser. Fine. So now we have fifteen arayos who aser who would uh, there's no mitzvah yivam to, and they aser their tsara. So mikan from this line of reasoning, the Mishnah learns amru chachamim chamesh asrei nashim poitrois tsarasein. Fifteen women exempt their tsaras. Okay, now, the truth is that there are another six Arayas. So you said another six Arayas, why aren't they in the Mishnah? You see, the, the thing is, these six Arayas are paternal Arayas. So you say, why can't we have a paternal Erva in the Mishnah? Because since Yibam is only your brother's wife, your brother could never have married a paternal erva. Because if it's an erva to you, it's an erva to him. So therefore, the Mishnah, there's six arayos that are categorically impossible to be discussed in the Mishnah because your brother can never have married them. So the Gemara says like this, I would have thought if the arayos asr the tsara, maybe then even paternal arayos asr the tsara. So you say, if paternal arayas are going to aser their tzara, they would only be able to aser their tzara outside 
of the context of Yibam. Because there's no way for your brother ever to marry them. So look in the Gemara. The Gemara says, Yachal Sha'ani Marba Av I would think that we would include even the six Arayas more Chamur than these. What does that mean? These more it's these six Arayas, these are um, paternal relatives, let's say your father's sister. Now they're not really more Chamur, they're only more strict in the sense that your brother can never have made it around to marry them. But I might have thought that just like the 15 Arayas Asr their Tzara, maybe the, the 6 Arayas Asr their Tzara, but they would Asr their Tzara even if, let's say, some uh, stranger married them. Let's say some stranger, we'll call him Mephaivel um, Pinchas. He married your father's sister. And he had another wife. And then he died. I would think that your father's sister would Asr her Tzara. Meaning, once... If, if there's a pasuk of Litzrar by Achesisha, why would we not apply that to all Arayos and say that the paternal Arayos would Aser Tsaros, even not in the context of Yibam? And then Taisus says, well, and if you're going to say that, then I would think even the Arayos of the Mishnah Aser their Tsara outside of the context of Yibam. Look at Taisus, the Ramaskal, Yachal Shani Marbe. The Gemara is really saying, or it could have said, which means that the, the same argument applies, that that maybe Arayos, Aser, Tsarais, Shalai, B'makam, Yibam. Now, if you would say such a thing, that's a very different understanding of Iser, Tsara than we're used to. We've always defined, when I say always, you know, we've been learning this forever, right? A whole week and a half. But the typical way of, of understanding Isser Tzara is that whenever there's no mitzvah of Yibum, so now the Isser, that the woman is your brother's wife, reverts. But if we're going to say there's an Isser Tzara outside of the context of Yibum, then somehow there would be an idea that an erva actually poisons the Tzara, regardless of whether it's in the Makam Yibum or not. Okay. Our, our Mishnah is talking specifically about Yibam and Chalitza. Yeah, absolutely. Our Mishnah is certainly not going, uh, is, not, is not holding that way. But the question is, what the Gemara is discussing is, is, how did our Mishnah ever derive at that conclusion that the Yisr Tzara is only in the context of Yibam and not outside of it? Because if everything is learned out from Achas Isha, and the Yisr Tzara is written by Achas Isha, and all the other arayas are extrapolated, so let's take it to the next uh, logical conclusion and say maybe the Yisr Tzara is just an Yisr Erva, that any, anyone who ever shears a husband with an Erva, that woman is Asr. Right. Don't we say that Kedushin is not Chal on an, uh, an Erva? Sure, sure uh, it's surely not, but um, in other words, if a stranger was married to your daughter and he had another wife and that stranger dies you can marry his other wife but now we're, we're challenging that maybe maybe you can't maybe the fact that he was married to your daughter your daughter maybe poisoned the other wife maybe there's a concept of Isr Tzara even in general ok so Gemara says Yachol Shani Marba I might think you include Av Sheish Arayas Chamru Ismaelo even the six paternal arayos, sheyud saraisen asurais, says Gemara no amrit. We're going to say as follows: ma achos ishto, just like your 
uh, wife's sister, miuchedah, she's special, she erva, the chayovim al zedoyna kares, and you're chayiv for her intentional sin, uh, living with her kares, al shigagasa chatas, ve'ev shirli nasei la'achim, and your wife's sister, could you, could marry your brother, and the asura liyavam, she's asur to the avam, vitzarasa asura, and her tzara is asur. So we're going to say that we only have a right to compare to Achis Isha. Achis Isha has a quality that she could marry your brother, as opposed to the six paternal arayos that can never get around to marrying your brother, because since it's your brother from your father, so none of the paternal arayos can ever marry your brother. So we're going to learn out, af koshihi erva, so to anything which is an erva, v'chayovin al zedoyin kares, and your chayev for intentionally living with them kares v'al shigagas achatas, and unintentionally living them yichay v'chatas ve'ev surely nasel achim any erva that could potentially marry your brother, then we say v'asura liyavam she's asur to the yavam only her tsarasa asura only her her tsaras asur yatsu sheish arayas chamuras me'elu to the exclusion of the six paternal arayas since she could not, she since she would never be able to marry the brothers. Now we come to the conclusion. In other words, this is how the the Mishnah came to the conclusion that sarais only come uh, from a brother. So now the Gemara asks the Gavaldig Akasha. Azhara shamanu minayin. I know the warning that you can't do yibum to an erva from achos isha. There it says isha lachos loisikach. That's the warning. But where does it? Where do we know that there's a punishment for achos isha? Because what's amazing is that even though it only says you can't do yibum to achos isha. There's only one erva that it doesn't say achiv kares, and that is achos ishtai. So einish minayin. How do I know the punishment? How do I know the punishment if you do yibum to an erva? So here's the million dollar question. Granted, it doesn't say a kares by achos ishtai. But once we know you don't, you're not to do yibum. So now the eishasach comes back. The eishasach comes back. So that's the einish. You have a kares for the eishasach. So I don't even need a kares from the aches ishtai because once you don't have a mitzvah yibum, then you have a kares of eishasach. That's the kasha of Reb Nachum. Okay. So don't let anybody tell you that. Yeah, very nice. You did Rabbi Kivegan, Rabbi Chanan on Yavamis, but you didn't do Reb Nachum. This is Rav Nachum's kasha. Others also ask this kasha. That in other words, what's the Gemara asking? How do I know the Oynesh? What do you mean, how do I know the Oynesh? We've said so many times so far that whenever the midst of Yibam has been removed, then the Isra Eshazach reverts. Fine. Now we move to one of the, another great sugya in Masech Devamas. And maybe Sunday when we review the blot and we dig into something, maybe this will be the point that we'll dig into. But the Gemara basically said like this, How do I know you don't do Yibam Ta'achis Ishtai? Aleha. Aleha. Aleha says, even though Yivama Yavai Aleha, even though there's a mitzvah Yibam, still Aleha. 
Don't do Yibam Tachis That implies, without the word Aleha, you would do Yibam. Why in the world would you do Yibam? Achis is a Kares. Asay is not Doicha Alav Sheyesh Boy Kares. Says the Gemara, Taima the Rachmana Aleha. The reason you don't do Yibam to an Erva is because the Torah says Aleha. Halav Hachi, had the Torah not said Aleha. Havamina, I would have thought, Achis Isha Miyabemes, that you do Yibum to Achis Isha. My Taima, why would I, why would I have thought that you do Yibum to Achis Ishtai? Da'amrinon, Asi Asei Vidoy Chalois Because I would have said that we know there's a concept, that we have Mitzvah Sasei, we have Mitzvah Loisasei. By the way, we know there's a concept, A mitzvah saseh pushes away a lav. What's the reason for that? The Ramban writes in Parshas Yisrael, when a person fulfills a mitzvah saseh, they're demonstrating love of God, Avas Hashem. When a person refrains from violating a lav, they're demonstrating Yiras Hashem. Says the Ramban, that, aseh, that Ahava is greater than Yira, and therefore Aseh is Doicha Loisaseh. Meaning, it's greater to demonstrate love of God by fulfilling the assay than to show fear of God by not violating the love. That's how the Ramban in Parshas Yisrael learns assay doichelos assay. And what's very interesting is, it seems like Rabbi Kiva Eger has a problem on this Ramban. Um, if I remember correctly. Because the Rabbi Kivegar cites this Ramban in the Sugya. But we'll have to get to it um, at the right time. Okay, but be it as it may, the Gemara wants to know when do we say, I say, that's a regular lav. But not an Asay Sheesh Baikaras. Look in the Gemara, the Gemara says, the reason why you don't do Yivam to an Erva is because it says Aleha. Had it not said Aleha, I would have said you do Halaf Hachi Havamina Achisisha Miyabemes. I would have thought you do Yibum to Achisisha. My time, why? Da Amrinon Asi Asay Vidachi Loisase. Because I would say an Asay comes and pushes away the Loisase. Amar Da Amrinon Frekti Gemara. When do we say Asi Asay Vidachi Loisase? Loisase Greda. That's only a lav alone. Does it push away a lav that has kares? And then the Gemara sort of veers off and asks a random question that once we're on the subject, and how do you know Asay is doicha loisase? The su, and furthermore, loisase greda minalan dedachi. How do I know a loisase alone in Asay could push off? So, number one, why do I need Aleha? I would know you can't do Yibam anyway because an Asay cannot push away a Lav Sheish by Kares. And number two, how do I know an Asay could push off a regular Lav? So let's just say over one of the most famous questions of Taisus in the Homesachda. And that is um, the bottom Taisus. Taisus asks, the Gemara says, can an Asay push away a Lav Sheish by Kares? Frek Taisus you better bet it can. Otherwise, how do you ever do yibum? Every scenario of yibum, the mitzvah, uh, the mitzvah of yibum, is pushing away the lav sheish by kares of eshas ach. Right? It's really. 
In other words, what's the Gemara asking? Can I say push away a lab sheish by kares? That's that's yibum. <laughs> by definition, yibum is the mitzvah. The mitzvah of yibum pushes away the lav sheish by kares of eshesach. Why don't we learn out from yibum that I say kares? So Toysvis on the on Dalit Amid Aleph on the fourth line says you can't learn out from Eishes Ach that I say could be Doichelois I say because Toysvis coins an expression Mitzvasay Bekach by, by perforce the definition of Yibum is the Mitzvah to your brother's wife so that doesn't prove that I say Kapushu that's because every scenario of Yibum is you're marrying your brother's wife but you can't learn out to a case where there's an incidental kares that the Asay could push it off. You're right. Yibum pushes off a kares. That's because that's the definition of Yibum. When you're marrying your brother's wife. But who says that the Asay could push off an incidental kares? That's the, that's the understanding of Toysvist, that it's mitzvah soibekach. However, other Rishonim coin a different expression. Other Rishonim say, Eishesach b'makoim Yibum is not hudcha, it's not asay doicha say. it's what we call hutra. In a situation of yibum, the Torah never said the Isra of Eishasach. Rashi in Chumash, by the way, implies that um, on the Pasuk in Tehillim, Achas diber Elohim, Shtayim Zu Shamati, that sometimes God said two things simultaneously. He said, don't live with your brother's wife, and the midst of Yibum at the same time, indicating that B'makam Yibum, he didn't give the love of Eishasach. So that's a little different than Toysus. Toysus learns, Avada, the Asay of Yibum, pushes away the Yisra of Kares of Eishasach. It's just that that's perforce in the midst of Yibum, and you can't learn it out from there. Toysus learns a little bit different, that it's what is called, um, excuse me, the, I think the Yad Ramah and other Rishayim learn, that it's uh, what is called Hutra. Okay, Rabbi Isai, so maybe we'll speak about this on Sunday. In the meantime, um, you got your work cut out for you in Gimel Amad Beis. And uh, now we enter the great sugya of Asay Dorchalos Asay. Okay, Rabbi Isai, have a great evening. Shkayach. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.